Welcome to Deeper Dive. I'm your host, Jay Walls, and this weekly broadcast is brought to you by Plantation SDA Church. This is uh, Season 3, Episode 47, and today I'm flying solo. Uh, Donnie's kind of under the weather, so I'm uh, at the helm. And I want to thank all our podcast listeners for taking the time out uh, to listen to us on whatever social media platform they may be using. Um, whatever sermon-related questions you may have or comments or even concerns, please contact us at via WhatsApp at 954-388-8780. And today we have a newbie for me, but I'm not a newbie to a deeper dive. We got our brother, Pastor Paul Anderson. Welcome, brother. Thank you, Joe. It's a pleasure to be here again. Yes, yes. I, I missed the first one, Don had the pleasure of having you on the last one so i think who knows i think i might have had covid at that time i don't know i think i had covid uh, at that time we, 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 we all came down with it so yeah don't worry if I'm you here. didn't have it you were you were gonna get it hey i'm just like that uh the pastor that spoke before you i'm still here <laughs> <laughs> so that's good though um before we get started start over the word of prayer father god thank you Thank you, Lord, for all you've done for us, Lord. We're not worthy in any shape, way, shape, or form. Lord, we thank you for this podcast, Lord. May it go to someone, anyone, anywhere, Lord, that they will receive uh, from what was said in the sermon, Lord. We want to thank you about the attitude of gratitude. Continue to bless us. Thank you for Pastor Paul. Continue to bless him and his family. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. All right, brother. So, first of all, I wanted to say nice suit, by the way. You know, I, I like separates. I'm a separate type guy. You know, it's it's. Yeah. I, I got to be honest. It's the first time um, wearing a separate to preach. I've never done it before. Very didn't first. You feel, didn't you feel pretty good? I felt really good, honestly, because it was actually the first time actually wearing that suit. To tell you the All truth, right. so it was uh, very you know special. What, you know what you were doing. I, I got the eye on the prize. I know what you were doing. I like it. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Thank you. I like it. So, your turn, your sermon, uh, the power of a grateful heart. Tell me something. Why did you uh, pick this sermon title? Well, it, it, for me, it started with uh, the theme. You know, anytime um, I'm preparing to, you know, preach a sermon, I scout out, you know, the theme, and the theme, you know, it, it helps. It definitely helps. And the theme was, you know, giving with Thanksgiving. That mm-hmm. was the, the theme set by, I believe, the uh, the pastoral team. So uh, immediately, you know, my mind went to Psalm 107, you know, yeah. just right off the back. And, um, and yeah, I started to build it from there. Yeah, I like that. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. I, like, I know where it starts off at, definitely. Um, oh, yeah. You talked about being becoming grateful. How do you how do you become grateful? I mean, this world of pure negativity, and you know, there's so many things that are happening in this world that we could just turn a person to the to the wrong side. Uh, how do you become grateful in in this day and age? Well, it it can be challenging, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it it goes back to the adage. Um, you know whether the, the glass is, is is half empty or half full uh it, it just depends on how you look at it and your perspective changes 
everything uh you know you've heard your attitude determines your altitude as well yeah. mm-hmm. um i like to fly in the atmosphere you know what i mean i like to fly high and i i, I like to soar you know I, sometimes i feel like i'm a superhero because there are a lot of people who need rescuing you know mm-hmm. and can you imagine if a superhero shows up he's negative and he's like, yeah. man, you again, or I can't be bothered with this, or I've been down this road. You know, it's like, you know, you don't expect that from a superhero. You expect, you know, to be positive all the time, to, yeah. to show yeah. up with a smile in his face, you know? Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, it, it, it's a struggle. But, you know, honestly, um, it is what determines, you know, where you're going to, to go in life, you know? Um, and, you know, which corner are you going to hang out in? Are you going to hang out in the corner with all those who are discouraged and down and out? Or are you going to be with uh, the giants that, you know, are enjoying life? Yeah. Really taking life by the horns and really enjoying it. And and that's where um, that gratitude comes in. Because you, you, to be among the giants, you've got to be grateful. So you don't need to be from New York? It could help. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that you could be a superhero without a cape. You know, you don't always have to have a cape. You, you know? don't. You look mild-mannered, so I guess you could pass. You know? I appreciate that. <laughs> you talked about, um, there were three things you mentioned about, I think, in the power of life. Uh, do you remember those? You spoke in your sermon? Oh, absolutely. Oh, Talk absolutely. Um, sure. So, um, and it came, you know, I pulled it straight from the text. Uh, mm-hmm. Number one was that God is good. Um, and, you know, that's that jumped out from verse one, uh, right. where it says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. I mean, it, it gives you immediately, right off the back, right off the jump, um, the reason to give thanks, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's because of the goodness of the Lord. The goodness of the Lord never fades, and it 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 it, it always climbs and it gets better and it it gets more exciting. You're like, wow. You, you know, you don't know which time is better. It's like every time is it just keeps getting better, uh, and you don't know how to compare it because he's always good. He's always good. Um, and then. The second point I made was uh, we have been redeemed. Yeah. And of course, you know, that jumped right out of uh, verse two, where it says that the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Okay. So the point here is that if you know you've been redeemed, you you better open your mouth and talk. Amen. You better speak up. And in fact, it, this is no, you know, whispering session. You you better shout it out. Yeah. Get it out, <laughs> you know, because someone needs to hear it. Definitely. Well, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. It needs to be energetic. It needs to be passionate. It needs to, it needs to flow out of you like water because, you know, because when the Lord saves you from the hand of the enemy, you know what it is. You, you, you know what it feels like to be rescued. Of course. Right? You know what it feels like to be delivered and, and, and to get a breakthrough and, 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 and to have a close call and, and be like, man, the Lord didn't step in at this moment. Wow, I, I would have been in trouble. Mm-hmm. Right? So 
if you know it is, then you better say so. Let people know and, um, you know, share, share, share your stories of victory, mm-hmm. of how you've, you've overcome. And it could be in the little things and, and, and the big things and in between. It could be anything. And then, of course, the, uh, the third point that I dropped was uh, God the Father through Christ Jesus hears our cries and delivers us from all our troubles. Yes. Um, you know, I really, I really like this part of the scripture because I think this is where we can all relate and hang out for a while. Like, you know what? Yes, I've messed up. I've just done some, done some miserable things, made some terrible mistakes. And, and, uh, but I cried, I cried unto God and he listened and he delivered me. Um, you know, that's a big deal. Yeah. You know, that's a big deal. You know, like, you know, when kids, you know, when my daughter, she, when she, she feels like she has, you know, whenever she gets a boo-boo, for her, it's a big deal. And she's like, <laughs> Daddy, Daddy, I've got a boo-boo. And she's not just calling me to tell me that, right? Yeah. She's calling me because she wants me to come and kiss her boo-boo, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because when I do that, it tells her, oh, okay, it's going to get better now, right? So when we call on our Father, when we cry to Him, it doesn't matter what it is. He's he's gonna he's he, he's gonna come and take care of it, right? Yes. He's gonna come and and, and and just make it all right. So you know, I think the emphasis here was you know don't be afraid to cry out to, to the Lord. You know, mm-hmm. um, He will hear you. He will answer. He will deliver you. Well, I one thing I know one thing you're gonna be a superhero to your daughter. That's that's no problem. That's no Thank problem. You. <laughs> That's not a problem. She believes you all the way. Absolutely. Um, so we know we know you, you spoke about David. And you know, most of us know about David, but what was it really that you got out of David from this bit about the attitude of gratitude? What really stood out about that about David? So, you know, essentially as I was I was pouring over this uh this psalm. You know, even though though it doesn't say anything specifically about David or David's life, mm-hmm. that's what came to me. You know, uh, because David, in his early experience, he was a shepherd boy. Yeah, you know, and as a, as a shepherd, um, you know, what's interesting. I didn't mention mention this in the sermon, but you know, Moses. Moses also, he had, he had to to be in the wilderness for yeah a number of years yeah, yeah. Um, and he had, had to be a shepherd yeah. mm-hmm. he had to be a shepherd as well mm-hmm. so there's something unique about you know having to go through that experience that prepares you for leadership you know and David even though he didn't realize he was being prepared for leadership um, he was doing what he loved. He yeah. loved doing that. None of his other brothers were interested in in, in doing that line of work. It was no, he didn't care. No fact, title, I guess. Right, exactly. There, there was no, you, you know, you, you're not getting any special pay. 
no yeah. benefits, no retirement, no mm-hmm. 401k, Medicare, Neither. not, you know, all those benefits were, were not on the table, you know, but he did it because that's what he loved doing. And because he loved doing that, taking care of the sheep, yeah, God saw fit that he could be, he should be rather the king of Israel. And, you know, he did some, he carried out some magnificent feats. I mean, he he wrestled a beer. I mean, just, just think about the last time you saw a beer and say, you know what, let me go give this beer a hug. Really? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> took on a, a ferocious beer, tackled it, you know, ripped it to pieces, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know. <laughs> uh, that was incredible. And then, you know, it was a beer. He took on a lion. Mm-hmm. A warrior, okay? Yeah, he was. You know, when you look at, you, you know, look at the shepherd lifestyle, you would think, oh, he's soft. He's soft. No, but a shepherd ain't soft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. you really have to, you any, any little prey that comes a, a, around, you have to tackle them. You have yeah. to literally, you know, go and get them. Yeah. Sure you, you, you apprehend them. So David was a warrior. And I, I you know, I, I saw that coming out in the scripture when, you know, when in verse one it says, oh, give thanks for he is good. Yeah. So he knew of the goodness. David knew of the goodness of the Lord. And it, it, it never failed. It just kept on coming, you know, more and more. It kept on building. So, you know, that, you know, you know, that, that sound, oh, it, it came from the depths of, of, of his soul. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So I, I think David's experience just fits so well. Um, because not only did he, he he recognize the goodness of the Lord, but he knew he knew how the Lord redeemed him from a messy situation, from taking him out of um, being an uh, an adulterer and yeah. also being a murderer. Yeah. Okay. So he was, you know, essentially he was rescued and restored. Yes. From those ordeals. So uh, the story fit perfectly. And then, of course, you remember um, in Psalm 51, after he, he committed adultery with Bathsheba, yeah, um, yeah. and then Nathan uh, approached him, uh, in Psalm 51, he cried out, right? So, you know, seven really, I would say, um, paints a really good picture of, of the experience that David went through, but I saw myself, I saw myself in it as well. And, and I think that's one of the main, main reasons to, um, you know, whenever I make a presentation, I want to make sure that it connects with me first. Like I can relate to it. I can see how it has helped me. Then I can definitely um, translate that to others who may, may have had the same experience as well. Yeah, I remember texting you, telling you how that sermon spoke to me. 
You know, you I've had characteristics of of, of uh, David in my life, not a murderer. So we can we can keep that in the record. You know? For the record, yeah, for the record, you know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> there you go. Um, you you spoke about how you thought that the American dream sometimes end up being a nightmare. Why did you say that? <laughs> that was a good one though, because it made me think. Right. You know, we, we got people. Listen. We got people dying to come over here, uh, literally physically dying to get over here to to do the things to get themselves to get the quote unquote American dream. But then you turn around and say it literally could be a nightmare. Yeah, I, I, honestly, it uh, and and it's not for ev- not for everyone. I'm gonna let me make that clear. The nightmare is certainly not for everyone. Right. But it's certainly it, this. The nightmare has been right. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, present for those who have who have their priorities just out of whack. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, Matthew six thirty three reminds us that we should seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added. But unfortunately, people have been seeking uh, the things of the world instead yeah. of. Seeking God, you know, they've right. been seeking possessions, the acquisition of of property, and um, you know, all sorts of you know other do you, do tangible you, do things. You, I didn't mean to interrupt, but you think they are seeking it because it's tangible? Sure, sure. You know, it, you know, um, especially if you come from a a place where you just you had nothing, right? Right, right. You just had nothing. Maybe just the, the clothes in your back. Yeah, you know, and you come here and you realize, wow, I get a job and I can buy a new pair of shoes every week if I want. <laughs> you know, that's true. That's true. Um, it, it just changes your whole perspective. Like, wow, I have the power. You know, when you listen to these financial reports, you know, some of, you know some of the um, stations like MSNBC and and some of the others. Yeah, you listen to you know. Of course, you you know they call us consumers. Yeah, yeah, we That's are. That's what they expect us to do. We are right. They call us consumers. They expect us to do. And if if they send out, if a stimulus is sent out, it's because the expectation is you will take it, not put it in your bank and save it, or invest it. Better spend yet, it. right? But they mm-hmm. want you to spend it. Yeah. So that's what this this country is built on. It's built on. Capitalism is built on, um, you know, becoming self-sufficient, mm-hmm. right? Um, and and being able to, you know, sustain yourself independently, and, and not have to to depend on anybody else. Um, and, and, you know, some of that is is, is good. It's a yeah, good thing. Good. We need yeah, to be yeah. independent. You know, yeah. we need to be self-sufficient to an extent. And I always say to an extent. Because if someone says you should be self-sufficient, um, you got to be careful with that. Because a lot of times the interpretation is really um, get all you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get all you can, you can for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> While you can, right? <laughs> While you can. Save yeah. everything you can for yourself. You know, and don't share with anybody else. <laughs> yeah. Now you're being an island. And that's not God's way. <laughs> That's, That's not, not God's way at all. Anything no. you get, you should be able to share it. Tell me about it. That's true. You mentioned something about why does it feel like you're really in competition with raising families? That was a good one. I like that. 
Why do you, why, why do you, you know, why do you feel that in competition? You know, raising a family nowadays is, is not easy, you know, it, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's, it's a real struggle. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, people compare, compare themselves, unfortunately, you know, with other families, compare your family with other families, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's 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 not healthy. It's not he- healthy to do that. But you know, I think it's important for us to um, to be real about hey, what works, what works in our homes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like every time I get up to speak, I want to talk about what works at in my home, but I want to also talk about what doesn't work. Yeah. Because when I talk about what doesn't work, what I'm really saying is I w- I'm open. open in these areas to get advice. Mm-hmm. You follow? But unfortunately, yeah, there, there's, there's a lot of competition out there. And, you know, I, I guess it's, some of it is keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah, you know, you you want to make sure. Oh, you see this family, uh, you know, driving a, a certain standard of vehicles. That okay, well, uh, you know, we can we can we can swing that too, <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> and, and, you know, it's it, oh, you know, they, they dress a certain way. Oh, wow, they can they can they can pull down Gucci, Versace. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> you know all the big labels. Yeah, I think I can swing that. You know, yeah, digging a big you hole. Know, it's yeah, you could swing it right into a big hole. You don't want that. You definitely don't want that. Yeah, you don't want that at all. I, I appreciate you saying that, but um, what I liked about it is the fact that you mentioned about how hurt people hurt people. That that is a true statement. Uh, just expound that just a little bit. It does, it's a true statement, believe me, because it happens too often. So so here's the thing, um, and I'm going to touch on mental health here because, okay. you know, um, this is something that I have looked into for a little bit. I didn't quite understand everything about it. And, um, you know, I've been talking to more and more people about it to, to kind of find out who has had, you know, you know, maybe a direct um, experience around okay. it? Okay. Yeah. Now, I for one, I for one have, and then you know, I, you know, I spoke to another friend of mine a few days ago. Um, he told me about how he had to put down um, uh, this this young man who was bipolar, mm. and and he said if he didn't put him down. He was about, he was getting ready to basically kill everybody in the household. Mm. And he told me, he said, listen, he said, mental health is not something you can just handle just with prayer. Yeah. Okay. It's not something you can just be kind to the person, be generous, be loving. No, the person actually needs uh, professional attention, yeah. right? And, and and what is happening is that a lot of people are experiencing trauma yeah. at home, okay? But they're also experiencing 
trauma at at church as well. Of course. Okay. And possibly even in the workplace and at school, right? So when you have having these really bad experiences, right? Mm -hmm. uh, where someone says something unkind, you know, just something, something as simple as that. Someone yeah. says something unkind to you or they act indifferent towards you when you expect, okay, in a space like, like church, you expect people to be cordial, to be kind, to be courteous, mm -hmm. loving, yeah. stuff like that. And when they're not, it's like, but it, it, the thing is, it hurts people because then they, they're like, you know what, I, I'll never come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll come back. And, and, and that's not just as simple as someone deciding, hey, that's a, it, it can be as big as come back to the Seventh-day Adventist Church. To the mm. organization, not just yeah. to this local church. Yeah, you just know, the faith itself. Yeah, because of that experience. So you know, when people are broken, or when they have been broken by someone else, it tends to replicate. You know, yeah. just like a just like a cancer cell, mm -hmm. and you know, broken people come to the church if they have not spent time with with the one who can mend us back together again, then simply what happens is they are broken and they continue to break others Other as people. well. Yes, yes, that is absolutely true. Yeah. I experienced that over my life, you know, from hurt people, from something that years of hurt, just nothing overnight, mm. but years, right. years of hope. I just have to be caught up in it, you know. Sure. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm, thank God I got away from all that um, uh, when I was a lot younger. Last thing, um, I like what you talked about your wife, the bondship you have with her. I, I, I like that. I like that the fact that you guys are mentally and physically close and you're strong um, because, you know, God is in the midst of your relationship, in the midst of your marriage, you know, because this is a covenant. But those moments that are touchy and that I, I like you spoke about that. You said, uh, mention that bit of you, you talked to her about when you guys were in the car driving. So, yeah, just uh, just a few days ago, we were in the car driving. We had a situation and, um, you know, just some some things that we're trying to work through. And we're like, man, it 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 felt kind of heavy, heavy. Yeah. On us. And I was like, you know what? I said, let's let let's stop and pray. Just let's just, let's just let's just pray right now. And it was like, soon as I ended my prayer, I felt relief, and I asked Lenny, and she was like, "Yeah, I, I feel better." Yeah. And it's like it, it's just that it's that it's just that release, knowing that hey, even though you can't figure out everything, or you can't even understand um certain things when you want to just to know that hey you can literally just cast it to the lord um it gives you you know we, we we talk about these things we preach about these things we get excited in church about these things but i i, I feel sometimes we fail to experience this like really and you know i'm guilty of it because I've gone through the ringer. I put my family through the ringer sometimes, and we we just we're you know <laughs> we're prone to uh, to to err. Yeah. Um, but it's nice when you can remember and you can be like, okay, no, you know what? 
Let's give this to the Lord. This is becoming a bit burdensome, a little heavy on the shoulders. It's yeah. weighing on the heart. You know what? Before, you know, we start to get discouraged and we start to feel disheartened and, you know, we just get, we start to drop low. Let's seek the Lord on high. And, and I'm telling you, that's what makes all the difference in the world. You feel the difference. It's, and, and that's, you know, you, you're, you're essentially, you're, you are exercising your faith, yes, right? Yes. You're exercising your faith. And whenever you exercise your faith, you're going to experience the results of doing that. The, the Lord rewards your faith. You, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. The Lord rewards yeah. your faith. And, you know, anytime someone came to Christ in faith, he always said, he always said that whatever you... Uh, believe yeah that you know let it be done unto you whatever yeah. you believe like you know when when the centurion believed that you know christ could heal yeah right okay he said okay you believe it's done mm -hmm. and, and that's what i believe like whenever we exercise our faith god rewards it through christ jesus and we can rest assured that we're covered we're taken care of yeah, just like this gentleman said about Lord, he said, uh, protect my unbelief. He said to to, to change my unbelief because he, he didn't believe at first about his son mm -hmm. when his son was dying. So, you know, God read his heart and knew exactly what he was talking about. He wanted to change his belief to know That's he right. can save his son. Pastor Paul, I want to thank you for taking the time out. It's always wonderful to, to see you preaching. You know that we've had our conversations in the past, and I appreciate you as a brother. Appreciate you as a pastor. I just appreciate you, man, for taking care of your family. Um, and you. I want to thank you for that, man. And like I said, we can't, we can't do that just on our own uh, strength and our own intelligence or funds or whatever case may be. We have to do it on the strong tower, as you mentioned. The strong tower. Amen. And he is that. So I want to thank you. So if you could, just leave us out in the word of prayer. I would appreciate it. Indeed. Father in heaven, we thank you so much for this conversation very enlightening. I thank you for the questions that were posed by my by my boy and friend uh, and compadre. Amen. Joe Walden. Lord, I pray that you will bless him. You continue to surround him with your peace and bless his dear wife and cover his family. I pray that everyone who will receive this podcast, Lord, will be equally blessed as well and enriched and and, and most of all, Lord, cause us to dive deep into your word and uh, hide your word in our hearts, Lord, so that we can be protected from sin in this evil world, um, because this world is not our home and, and all the darts that are hurled our way trying to destroy us will not, because greater is he that is within us than he that is in the world. So Lord, we claim that. I pray that you would just continue to bless your people. Keep us faithful uh, to you, serving you, um, working for you and living for you every day. We ask in the mighty, powerful name of Jesus, amen. Amen, brother. Well, I want to thank you, my brother. All the blessings. Have a good Thanksgiving. Um, once again, you you have to have a certain level of turkey, okay, that day, just that day, 
Okay. So, okay. Okay. Remember that, yo. Because um. Absolutely. Yeah, because it's 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 staring me in the face with all the other stuff. So remember, just that day. <laughs> but but you gotta use a little moderation. Don't forget. Little, a little moderation. Use... Yeah. I mean, just a little know, bit. Glut... Yeah, because we don't want to. You know, they said gluttony is a sin. We don't want to go at. We don't want to go that route. <laughs> all right my brother absolutely all the best to you and your family god bless you my brother thank you bro all right uh to go to the pastor paul's full sermon please go to plantation uh sda church youtube channel or simply go to plantation sda.tv also subscribe to the youtube channel to be notified of all upcoming live stream programs and lastly please subscribe to your favorite podcast app which is us deeperdive.plantation.stv.tv yes so hit that like button and um as pastor paul mentioned we have to have the attitude of gratitude and it's not just a day-to-day it's actually a lifestyle we need to do that emulate what christ has shown us so until next time see you next time on deeper dive god bless